last time on Opportunity Roll, our party decided that it was probably a good time to tell Martha finally about Jason's current situation, which was mostly unknown, causing her to fuss in her motherly, loved way, uh, as usual. Uh, Finn finally confronted Callisto about her avoiding him all the time since his reappearance, and she promptly punched him in the face. After that, uh, Castor and Zer took a trip outside to talk about feelings, particularly what to do when they have them. And during that time, an assassin marked Zareth for death. The assassin was later linked to a mysterious mercenary, a plate-mailed mercenary, who somehow knows that our cart is a guild hall, or at least a place of rest. Uh, finally, uh, Finn and Soot had a little bit of a dreamwalking episode, uh, where Finn experienced hallucinations, or uh, they both experienced hallucinations, of a large shadowy creature attacking the dream realm, which appeared to be uh, approximately uh, what they both knew to be the crystal's domain, uh, along with Arwen, who profess professed um, or uh, continued to, to cry beneath the table and looked very distressed. Um, Soot and Castor had it out a bit with regards to priorities, but eventually Soot declared their intent to try to bring justice to their father, as we decided that Blarg would be our next destination as soon as our curfew ran out on our, our uh, stay in Handsome. Uh, Jace, I'm just going to let you know that you appealed to my sensibilities more than casters because you used the J word. Also, we did forget one and other important detail. Caster tried to send in to, to Matthew and got the Lotus in reception. I got sent to, yeah, I got sent to the hold the reception desk of the Lotus Eaters. Thank you for calling the Lotus Eaters. How can I help you? But yeah, fun with that voice. Jace used the J word at me, which made me go, okay. Well, um, I think the very last thing that happened was Soot and Finn were in the dream world. You had been struck and woken up. The Chabberwockies. Um, That's the J word. <clears throat> I, so, I... I got hit very bad because of my natural one saved. When you wake up, though, um, you're going to have uh, this weird feeling on your back, kind of like somebody's got tape on it a little bit. Uh, is it visible, or is it in that spot, or a spot on the on my back that it's like not... So this is, this is Finn. Um, oh, but, okay, okay. Um, it's... It's not really something you can see. Um, it feels like it's under it. the shirt. Yeah. Well, first thing we'll, he'll, uh, Finn will sit up and 
We didn't do introductions. Oh, yeah, we didn't do intros. Uh, so let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start with, let's start with Rodeo. Oh, hello, everyone. I'm Max or Rodeo, and I play Caster, your grave cleric, Azamar. Z-Man Ultra. Hi, I'm uh, Chris, and I'll be playing Zareth, uh, your human monk of the old light. Jace. Hello, this is Jace. I play Soot, the human fighter. Izay. Howdy, I'm Izay. I play Martha, the dwarven cleric. Dust. Uh, hello, I am Dust, and I will be playing Finn, the human bard. Thanks. Corey, you know I have a cough. Why are you doing this to me? Um, fair. Hi, I'm Alex, and I will be playing Callisto, your tiefling druid of the moon. All right, is that everyone? I think that's everyone. <clears throat> you guys know me. I'm Corey. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. Anyway, so, again, yes, the tape on the back. I, I just, it's it like burning or no any just feels out of place you know it's just like oh that wasn't it's kind of like when you find a mole on yourself and you're just like i didn't even know that existed you know uh, yeah uh it, the guild hall has like a washroom or something right yes uh first thing finn's going to get up See, he's not in his own room. And then go, like, walk out the door to go to the washroom. Kind of splash water on his face and then try to... He'll take off his, his jacket and his shirt and see if he can, like... I don't know if there's a mirror or something in there that he can try to see what happened. Um, <clears throat> so you can, like, take your shirt down. And at these old times, they'd have uh, a copper-lined mirror, I believe. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It's like silver, silver mirror. Um, and you'll see these three large scarred gash marks across his back. Just scarred tissue. No wound. Do I feel any different? No, you feel fine. Just some new scars. Okay. Well, can I can I like poke at one, like see if it like the like it's tender? Sure. I mean, feeling it, it's it's strange because it's not a scar that you're used to. the The texture of it is rough, like most mm -hmm. scar tissue. You know, it's got that that feel to it that you know it just doesn't ply well. Um. You can feel it's pretty deep, but no pain. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So. We just leave that alone for now. And he will put put his shirt and coat back on. And walk out and look, see where if anybody else is up. Caster's awake. 
I assume Soot is awake at this point. Actually, we, we had just left off letting that guy out the door. The guy, the assassin who came to sell us wood. Who we do not know is an assassin. Uh, not, not completely, but there's a... There's reasonable inference. So, uh, everybody up? Be ready to Who head wants out? Bread? Or, isn't, it, uh, isn't it like still middle of the night or is it is it morning? It now? is middle of night, but never morning. too early for breakfast. And, uh, we, we wrapped it up and had everybody's dreams. Um, so we're, we're early, early the next morning. So it is it's the ninth, correct? Yes. Yeah, so it is the morning of the ninth. Yeah, I would make it Caster's birthday. Caster looks like absolute garbage coming to the kitchen to get breakfast from Martha. Uh, it doesn't look like he slept much last night. He was keeping watch. Birthday pancakes. Not her best pancakes, but he's getting a big stack of them. <laughs> uh, Caster, maybe you might want to try sleeping on our, like when we travel out. Because you look like. Well, dead you warmed look like over. Shit, honey. Yes. Cash is gonna look offended at both of you. Also, can I pull Soot aside? Uh, you sure can. Uh, he's gonna like as he sees you walk in the kitchen. He's gonna like turn and pull you out of the kitchen. Uh. Okay, I was going to get some pancakes, but I guess I'll, I'll wait. Castor should probably get first pick. What do you remember about the dream? Do you even remember? Uh, Soto kind of, like, close their eyes and kind of, like, you know, like, really, like, close them really hard, like, thinking hard. Uh, it, not much. It, it kind of takes me a minute. I have to really focus on it, but also not focus on it, kind of zen state type thing, but that's... Uh, I'll, I'll remember it later. Uh, so... That's it? You just it, you just can't remember it? Not right now, no. I, I mean, I remember... That's not the first time I've... Presumably I visited you. Uh, I think that might be the first time I visited... You, but that's not the first time I've dreamwalked. So, actually, I mean, that isn't the first time I've seen it. No, to answer your question, no, I don't remember right now. Hmm. Well, then it's not important. Uh, let's let's go get some pancakes before Castor eats them all. Castor, you're going to see Castor walking out of the room with his pancakes in his hand going to the other room, and he's going to be crumbling. He's like, everybody telling me I look like shit on my birthday. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean we have to lie to you. Uh, Soot, upon hearing that, will look panicked. Uh, and then we'll run into their room. Uh, Callisto is gonna wake up and, like, druid craft a little, um, poppy for Caster, because she, she has 
various seeds on her person. I'm just gonna. Is that cool if I can just druid craft a poppy? Okay, I'm gonna druid craft a little poppy for Caster, and then as she's walking in, she accidentally sees Finn and bolts out of the room with the poppy. Ah, oh, great, that again. I swear, you try to talk to somebody and they punch you, and now they run from you. I would you like someone to punch you and stay? Oh wait, I'm in my room. Got him. <laughs> Not me metagaming. So is our pl uh, well? I guess everybody's out of the room. So I'll just go get me some pancakes and and sit and eat while everybody's off doing their own thing. Zara will sit down and get some pancakes, and um, but crossing the room to do so, he'll um, he'll roughly grab um, Casper by the collar and take something papery and shove it down the front of his shirt, and then give him a pat him on the back as he continues to walk away. As you pat him on the back, he'll drop his pancakes on the floor. And he'll like look at them like just mortified. He's he's very tired and he does, he's not all about himself right now. He's like looking down his shirt and then looking at the pancakes on the floor. And he'll take the paper out and he'll look at it. Uh, about what size is this paper? Is it just like a folded paper? Um, so it, it's an envelope, actually. Okay. And it, it seems to be of crappy quality. <laughs> okay, he'll open um, the envelope. But there's something there's something bulbous inside, like something hard, like a like a like an acorn maybe. Um, and um, yeah, it just has a C on the where there might be a seal, but obviously it's too simple for a wax seal. So. Okay, he'll he'll open the envelope. Uh, so out will come a a bead. A bead. A, a bead. It's silver and blue. And there will also be a small slip of paper with a note. And um, the note is clearly in Zara's handwriting, which is remarkably clean and elegant. Um, but it says you are never so poor that you cannot bless another. He'll take that paper and he'll fold it up really nicely and he'll put it inside of his cloak pocket where he keeps the letters that, um, that Finn had sent to moment that moment gave him. And that's where he keeps his special notes. I'll keep that there. And then I'll just examine the bead. He likes the colors. Anything special about the bead that I should know? Um, I, I, I'm assuming that would require some checks or something, and I can I can fill in the rest. But uh, um, what's your intelligence? 
Yeah, you can do checks for it and other actions. My intelligence is a 10. We d- we did rolls for it, right? We've already done all that. Oh, yeah, we we've we've done checks for the effects, but not for caster's perceptions of what this could be. That's what okay. I'm talking about. All right, what would it be like an arcana roll? Well, my intelligence is 12. It's not bad. Um I I I'll volunteer. This is the last piece that I'll give cuz Sarah's going on pancake duty. Um but with a, a 12 intelligence, you probably won't have any um, trouble uh, identifying the fact that this bead is the same size and the hole the same width as the cord of your Black Pearl prayer necklace. All right. Yeah, that'll definitely go on there. He's going to unlaces black pearl holy necklace and move it around so that the bead is in a place that's aesthetically pleasing and then uh i'll put it back on and he'll 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 have a small smile now he looks exhausted he was kind of bummed that his pancakes fell on the floor but he got a nice birthday gift from his friend zareth Uh, okay, so I did post this in the chat, but Soot is going to message Finn, like send a message to Finn. Uh, do you have a hammer? You seem to be. I, I just need a quick favor if I could borrow a hammer. It will reply back. I, if it's really important, I can make one. It won't last long, but honestly, I only need it for a, a couple of minutes. I, I forgot to get Castor a gift, and I'm kind of trying to make him one. Well, uh, then Finn will go find Soot, go to his room. And would I still have, like, the lyre, like, out, like, do I have to summon it, or is it just in my hands now? Like, it's it's not really been summoned again since the last time. Well, I will try to summon it. It will not listen. Mm. Okay. You kind of see Finn like hold his hands out for a bit and he's like just closes them and then he'll start humming a tune to to actually use his uh, ability of let's see I find it again. Hey, you know who has a hammer? Is who? it Caster? Caster. <laughs> I can't ask me like, hey, let me borrow something. Let me wait make you a gift. No, 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 no. Technically you have the hammer. Because I, I put it in I put it in to bet with at the at the poker game that oh, you Oh, I don't need that big of a hammer. I need like a Th- hammer. Like this a, was like a small oh. this was a small dwarven like I thought like, it was a great hammer. hammer. No, no, no. This is like a small tiny little blacksmith hammer. Oh, also I'm pretty sure I gave that back. I'm pretty sure I was like I don't want this or need this. Oh, okay. That. Well, then yeah, Caster has it. Yeah, he'll he'll hum a tune and the notes that like come like come from his mouth will form into like a small hammer. Will it though? Will what? Will it, will it actually will I actually be able to make a hammer? Yeah. Uh, okay, I was starting to get worried. Like maybe I lost my powers. 
You you have your powers. It's just it seems that summoning that seems to require something a little more than just mm. magic. Gotcha. Uh, All right. Thank you. I appreciate this. And you'll see Soot has like taken some of their crossbow bolts and has like snapped the heads off of them. And like they're kind of arranged. It's probably about like four crossbow bolts. And then they just start like beating the crap out of them. Like just absolutely like smashing it. And like there's no way that like everybody in that like guild hall does not hear this. Like it is like presumably a wooden table. It's just like beating the crap out of it with a hammer. Uh, and so it'll turn to Finn and be like, thank you. I've, I think I've got it from here. And then just uh, what I'm trying to do, Corey, is I'd like to kind of do what Ron Swanson does in that episode of Parks and Rec where he, like, makes a ring out of the, like, light fixtures. Light, light fixtures and, like, the <laughs> copper wire and so, everything like that. like, literally take the crossbow bolts and, like, hammer them out. And then, like, once you get iron, iron is bendable, especially with such strength, and, like, try to, like, form them into a ring and then kind of, like, hammer them into shape. I do not have proficiency, so it does not have proficiency. I just, this is the only thing I could think of that I had spare metal of. All right, I guess give me a strength roll at uh, oh, 21. Right. I mean, it's um, it's a ring. I mean, it's... It, it ain't pretty. Listen, it's, it's not pretty. pretty. Uh, it looks like a molten magma, basically, because it's all yeah. like... Just kind of slagged together. Soot will come out of their room looking so proud and just be like, Caster, here you go. And just like place it in Caster's hands, like like hold open as if like how a kid goes to like hold a bug that they're gonna put in your hand. And then we'll just kind of like place it in Caster's hand. Corey, can Happy we have birthday. can we have him make like an intelligence or some kind of check to see how well he sized it? Sure. See if this um, thing like falls off of my hand. I just go I just ahead to, and just want to so here's what we're gonna do. Give me a d20 flat. <clears throat> okay, but you're gonna get advantage. Here's why: because your strength roll was a 21. So um, I want to give advantage to that because that's a that's a pretty dang good roll. So what we're gonna do is a flat roll 20 with a advantage. That's a plus three. You need to get above. A sixteen. Nope. <laughs> no. Almost. So it's a little, it's a little small. Oh, a little small. That's fine. I'll just pop it on the pinky. It's a pinky ring. Yeah. Now you're fashionable. Look at it. It looks pretty cool. The caster. Caster likes it. Um. Th thank you. So this was that what you were in there hammering away on. I I apologize for the last minute gift, but I figured mm. it was better than going out shopping, because I believe we should probably hit the road as soon as possible for many reasons. You all realize you didn't need to get me anything. Your, all of your friendship is enough. I... I, I appreciate that sentiment, but um, the way I was raised, um, if you didn't get a gift, especially an expensive gift, then there is a bit of a, a row 
So, but that's aren't, it. aren't we going to kill your dad? Whoa! No, no, no. I'm, I'm certainly not. <laughs> I thought you said we were going to bring him to justice and stop. We're going him to bring everything. him to justice. I, the crimes of which he has committed, the sentence of which is death. But I am not going to be the one that serves that. I am not going to be judge, jury, or executioner. No, 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 no. I will simply be the arbiter. No, the the what is the catalyst of justice? That is what I will be. Fair enough. Soot, like, by the way, when you said that, soot, like, it was like horror crossed their face. Not even, like, like just the, like, concept of all of that, like, flew through their mind and, like, back out so fast. Castro, remember that. You guys will hear a knock at the door. I'll get it. I'd like to answer it if that's okay. Go for it. God damn it. There's only one person in this town that seems to know that we're here. And I'd like to face them for once. And I'll open the door. Uh, So there'll be two people. Um, The first one is the high priest. Uh, He's a package. Uh, On top of it it is written caster. And the second person is a gentleman in green hair. Um... He's not much to look at. Uh, I will say that. He's he's pretty simplistic. Uh, it is clear he has used um, one of the... It's called an appearance crystal. It allows you to alter certain colors of your appearances. Uh, you can usually use them for certain things like your eye color, your hair color. Uh, you can change your skin color if you wanted to. Um, that's really kind of something that's out there. But this one seems to be... Uh, somebody who's at least done it to their eye and hair color. Uh, they've done some sort of deep, kind of grassy green. So let me go ahead and get a picture of that for you put it in the post. Um, they're a little bit on the uh, heftier build. They have uh, kind of a fair bit of muscle to them. Um, and a few scars on the, the arms as well. Uh, other than that, they wear uh, kind of brown pants and uh, adventurer boots with a large kind of brown backpack on their back. Also, that guy is much to look at, Corey, if I may say so. But What? If you're, like, I just love the, like, he's not much to look at, and the post, like, a fairly handsome guy in the game chat. A cutie patootie. That's, that's like, a a solid seven. He's also pretty jacked. Yeah. But, uh... Also, I will say, whenever I see the high priest, so we'll run back to their room and grab the, like, blueprints and, like, hand them back to uh, the high priest. Oh. Thank you. And I'll pull out the charter. <clears throat> that was the agreement, was to chart the uh, the paths. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'll just... I'll gracefully... Like, lay the charter out before him so he can stamp it with his seal. Sorry, refresh my mind real quick. We made a deal last minute to make the clarifying of the blueprints into a guild quest. Into a guild quest. Okay, yeah. So he'll he'll sign that. Uh, He's going to go ahead and give you two honors on the sheet. Uh, So he's going to give you two stamps. Thank you. Uh, Caster will 
uh, stand up and come to the front door. Um, so the high priest will, of course, greet you with a hug. Um, and he will give you the, the package uh, that he has in front of him. Uh, Caster will return the hug. Um, then he'll look to the package. Do you, would you like me to open it now? Um, best to open it when you're on your own. Okay. Can I do an insight check? Sure. Let's see here. Um, I don't think it's, it, so it's not like sketchy, uh, but it, it might be private to you. Maybe is the kind of vibe. So it might be a little personal. Okay. Uh, how big is the package about? Um, I'd say about the size of a small book. Okay. Um, he'll put it in his bag. Uh, he'll he'll kind of uh, bow. This gentleman was looking uh, for you as well. Said he was. Sent by someone, and you know, I'll just kind of look to the gentleman, and, and the kid will just—I can't really say kid. The kid, the the guy's probably like twenty-seven. He's, he's older really than all of us. Yeah. yeah, so he's not really like a kid anymore, but he's still like he's still youngish, uh, and he'll he'll just kind of nod. And, uh, you, are you him? Um, is he talking to me? Yes. Is your name Caster? Yes. All right. Well, I'm here on a journey. And I'm to punch you. Don't worry. It is for your own good. I was sent by Demeter. Uh, can I make an insight check on this guy to see if he's crazy? Sure. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm standing right there too, still. So Soot's so, so just watching be like, man, it's a weird birthday ritual. Callisto pokes her head around the corners, just like, do I step I in? No, um, no. So with an no. inside of 18, this man genuinely believes this. He was sent on a godly mission to help you in some way. And by helping you, that means he has to punch you. Castro, hold out a hand. Before you punch me, who sent you? Lady Pesca. I'm going to insight check that too, because I don't even have to make a roll. I know who that is. <laughs> Another 18. He, he believes Lady Pesca. He's got an insignia on some of his tattoos right here near his throat, which is a willow tree. Let Which me look at my spells really quick, because is let, um, let me ask you a question. If I can detect diseases, can I also detect mental illnesses? I no, no, no. It's not a disease. No, it's not a. Yeah, let's not do that one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not go into that detail. No, I want to. If I see him go, like if he punches him, I want to start to play uh, Bardic Inspiration and give him inspiration for the punch. Oh hell yeah! Well, he's he's he is gonna like look at. He's like, I'm not gonna do it now. I'm supposed to do it at midnight tonight. 
I'm not going to be here at midnight tonight. Well, I'm being with you at midnight tonight. So wherever you are, it's happening. <laughs> um, Mind if I come in? Caster's going to look to the guild leaders. He doesn't know how to handle this. I... Soot's going to kind of step through kind of from a back doorway. Caster's going to hide behind Soot. If you wish to accompany us, that's fine. If your godly mission is to punch Caster, I suppose that is fine as well. But our abode is our abode. If you wish to travel with us, you may, but our privacy is paramount here. Oh, I wouldn't. uh, Just any kind of like... uh, Communal area. Give me a second. I'm sorry. That's me. That's me. (laughs) I I figured as much. I'm not just like, oh my god, this guy's. um, Yeah, please drink water. Um, he can room with me if he needs to. I'll I'll gladly give up my room. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be here long. Just like a few hours, and then also also the issue is um, this location is. Not viable in motion. So when we travel, we'll be traveling uh, normally, I'd say. Um, So you can be out in the open with us as we walk. But when we make camp, uh, when I can't even say when the clock strikes midnight, we'll be outside of town. Whenever you deem it to be midnight, uh, you can punch him. Know that everyone will be around. If you mm-hmm. do actually punch them, some of us may cheer, but if it gets out of hand, we'll stop you. Hey, that's... You know, I'm not sure who I am here, truthfully. But if by helping him, he's punching him, that is what I shall do. And you can't just do it now and get it over with. No, sir. Midnight. And does it have to be you? Yes. Okay. You said he has tattoos with, like, Symbols of Pesca on him? Yes. And if he said he was from Demeter, does he have any other religious iconography? If he's saying he's from Demeter, but also Lady Pesca, like if he's invoking multiple gods, <clears throat> are there any others? He has symbols of Lady Pesca. So he's got um, he's got the willow tree and he's got a baby deer laying beneath it on that tattoo. <laughs> um, on one side of his arm, he has a skeletal uh, kind of sleeve. So it's like straight up skeleton all the way up the arm. Um, and it looks like that's paying Amish to Havestrum. And on the other side, he has like these, these flames, which end up kind of with the back end of his hand, looking like a hammer, uh, which kind of pays homage to Beska, which is the child of Havestrum and Beska. Um, have I seen this man before? No, um, but if Soot has spoken to him, Soot, are you are you within like vision? Range? Yeah, like, Soot like stepped forward and kind of took. I need you to roll an intelligence for me. So normal intelligence, no skill yes, or anything. Please. Yes, sir. <clears throat> because there there could be potentially some stuff that you. Hey, might... Oh my god, that's 20. a natural twenty! Oh my god, Soot. Okay, or should I say Leovold? This is an old school student of yours back when you were living in Lorbrum. 
he actually went to school for you and, and chilled with you for about two or three months. It's about when you notice that, that he starts looking at you like, hey, you look familiar. Sigma Phi Beta! Uh, What's up, bro? Sybil <laughs> just kind of sit there and like, as stone-faced as possible, but hold on. I know the <clears throat> listeners won't get it, but I'm going to turn on my camera to see if I can, like, accurately do the, like... Hold on. The, like, displeased, emotionless look. The, like, resting bitch face look. Yeah. He's, uh, um... So, but with that information, because now you've, you've recognized the guy, he is a zealot. Has been his whole life. His parents were a zealot. He's from. He's actually a royal. Um. But his his thing is now that he is no, he's kind of taking a sabbatical from being a royal, um, and right now he's on a healing spree. He's a is, cleric. You say that he's a royal. Is he from Sorlin? Like he is above soot in station. Um. He would be. He would be. In Sorlum, but probably equal to, if not just slightly above your status. But just by a fraction. Alright, there will be a... No, never mind. If, if it's not that big of a deal, I was about to say, Soot will have to resist the like urge to like bow or salute. But if it's relatively equal, then it's relatively equal. Um, so we'll just he's going to make... kind of snap and wiggle a finger at you. Hey, don't I know you? You may. Um, let me see. I'm going to roll a quick intelligence for him. Please let him have bad memory. Let's, let's, let's hope. Um, we shall see. That is a nine. It's like it's on the tip of his tongue. Just still can't remember. I've, right, so... Uh, we are going to be on our way soon. We are just finishing breakfast. If you wish to wait outside the cart, when we make our way, you may accompany us. We are journeying... I'm, I'm going to be doing a sermon today, if you'd like to join that. Oh, are we doing that before we leave? Okay, then, yes, we will accompany Martha to that. Uh, I suppose some introductions are in order if you're going to be staying with us for some time. I am Soot, and Soot will extend a hand. Nice to meet you. Um, He'll introduce himself as Drakram, but you can just call him Jay. He's never liked. He's never liked his his family given name. Uh, this is Castor. Zare? As, as Soot is going to shoot a glare at Zare. Like when Zare says his own name, when we are like actively being hunted by an assassin, Soot's gonna like where? Yes, that's Zare, and. Caster, and there's Finn. Callisto's around somewhere. I think I saw her 
over that way. Callisto pokes Martin. her head back out from the hallway. Hi! Uh, so it's gonna uh, kind of like walk over to like take like a step towards Sarah. Um, I don't think he's an assassin, but for for my information, are we inside or outside the cart? I think we inside. were inside the cart, but he was outside. He asked permission to come in. I'm I'm doing vampire rules that I assume he has to ask to come inside for a specific reason. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know it was hospitality, but you, yeah, you I, don't. So did you let him in? No, just because okay. we we so it said to stay outside and that. He can't come inside uh, because we need privacy. Right. Uh, but so it'll kind of walk up to Zare, just kind of do like the one second um, and then go to Zare. Um, it, it's a little late. I mean, obviously the assassin knows you're you, but just in case if you're targeted by an assassin, you might want to come up with um, some sort of code name. I was going to do that for you. I apologize for not communicating that. Um, but we'll we'll have to work on that next time. Oh, it uh, it just seems like you you two were friends, right? That was stupid. No, I'm you're sorry. You're fine. I, I, I. No, it it makes sense. Anybody who knows you might know the assassin who knows your father who. Some, something wants to kill me, but something along those lines, right? <laughs> I, well, this is going to be an interesting day. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for an assassin. Castor gets punched at midnight. Uh, this, there's a sermon. We've got a lot on our itinerary. Anyway, so it'll kind of spin around like a bout face. Uh, Martha, everyone, if we're done with breakfast, shall we get a sermoning? Uh, there was one last thing I, I wanted to do here. I mean, I, I don't want to go out to a sermon dressed like this. I would like to get dressed up nicely. That's perfect. I'm going to grab a couple chickens from the market. Oh, it is early, though. Are you? Why do you need chickens, Martha? What are you doing with You know how to get people to a sermon. The answer is free food. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to... I thought that was going to be part of the sermon, that you were going to, like, kill chickens in front of everyone, and I was going to be... No, 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 no. I mean, they okay. will be sacrificed in the name of her, but... But not in That's way. perfectly no. alright. I need something from the high priest, actually, if that's okay with you, Caster. Um I don't see why it wouldn't be. I just didn't mean to assume that you didn't have any plans to make exits. No, we already told him we were leaving today. You know, he Aren't... never did help me with that thing with Matthew. Oh well. It seems he's very busy lately. Um, I'll turn to the high priest as he's standing beside, um, Jay, and, uh, uh, actually, he, he seems to have slipped away at some point after given him. Okay, my eyes were on him waiting to talk to him, so can I follow him? Yeah, so we can, we can say, like, while they were having a conversation with Jay, you, you kind of came over to the side with okay. him. Okay. <clears throat> Would you like me to have that aside now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, okay. So I, I'll I'll catch him by the shoulder, and I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I, I don't expect you to help me directly, but if you could point me in any direction where I might be able to find some of Cody's water, 
either purified or in some sort of containment that is safe. Water? Some, yes, I have some means of crafting something about it. Uh, there is uh, water in the lake, uh, but we don't permit anyone to take from the lake. Collected for components. I mean, if just so happens to be come part of like a jug of water that you drink or something. Although I would be very careful with it. That water is not simple water. And I would not go swimming in it. Right. Okay. So the water in the lake is sacred um, and is not and dangerous. Taken. And dangerous. But what do you do with the water that is used to cleanse Kodia's crystals that fall upon the shores? We use prayer. It hears us. And it changes. Interesting. What price did you use 26 years ago? 26 years ago, we used the bracelets. Um, the bracelets would intone us with the water, and we would seep it in the lake under a certain time of the night and make a prayer. Okay. But the bracelets have been outdated. We have most of those in storage down below. Is there any chance that I could use them since they're no longer in use? I would have to get permission from the church, and that could take days. Uh, do you have three days? No, but we might have more than that. If you could put in a request from mine, we might be back in a month or two. A month or two. Um, <clears throat> I can see. Well, then I won't bother you with any more of your time. Or Actually, time. I wanted to bother you. Um. So there are dozens of these corridors in the churches. I oh, yes, yes. didn't even know it existed, for one. And now that I'm seeing them, there was, a, uh, there was an old writing at one point that I thought I'm insane for thinking of. But uh, I said that Kodia himself was immortal. Potentially, uh, he could have gained immortality. Uh, and people have always speculated, you know, well, if he was immortal, where is he? You know, we can't find him anywhere. There's been no sightings. It's not like... And you'd think if a person had been seen over dozens of years, the same person returning, not looking or changing, there would be some something. Um, and then there's a corridor that I found. This and he's going to kind of scooch over backwards. And it's going to be the exact corridor that you guys went down. This one. I can't open it. And if it exists, there's got to be a way to open it. When you were looking over this, did you find anything? Way of opening this? 
Um, Zerus going to look pretty nervous, but um, he's he's going to say. Um, hi, hi, priestess, sir. Hi, priestess. Um, <laughs> when you're not looking at something, <laughs> say perhaps if it were in darkness, it would remain unchanged for generations. Don't know if you knew this about me, but I'm deaf. The music that I hear or don't hear doesn't change as it flows. The footsteps that I don't hear don't grow louder as they approach. Maybe you're looking too close to the sun. Or trying to find a secret entrance. Do you know something I don't? I don't think I do. And I'll He's walk off. Roll an, he <laughs> want, I, I need you to roll me a deception. Okay. Um, at this point in the conversation... Are you going to extract information for me? Because no. I rolled a three. He rolled an eleven. Okay. Because I, I flat out told him that I don't think he knows any more than we do. You you do know so, that there is more than just a passage that's unaccessed. You do know that you guys entered there. You do know who you spoke to down there. So the deception that I had you roll was one where he was judging whether or not you actually had information. So he's okay. Just gonna nod. He's just going to kind of nod, and he's going to start heading back to the church. A bit of a slow rush. Oh, wait, uh, sir. I'm sorry. He'll he'll kind of stop and 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 come to a slow and yes. I I know so much has happened lately, but you said you could perhaps look for something to help me speak with my husband. Did Castor not inform you that it was stolen? I when, when he had the theft, they took all the communication orbs and scrolls. Oh, I, I'm sorry, sir. No, it's, um, I should, who should be sorry? I mean, we, we should be able to help you when we can't. Well, I, I hope you find them soon. As do I. They took a few other important things. Um, some deadly ones, too. That's never good. Not no. good at all. Um, but I hear that, I believe Castor has come into some new powers. Might wish to ask him as well. I have. He's been unable to help me. Ah. 
Well, un- unfortunately, then, if Castor can't do it, no other priest at the church could. He's usually one of our best. That I know. <laughs> He's very talented. Hmm. I'm sorry, I, I do have uh, other appointments to get of to. Course, I will, of course, I'll send out a notice and see if I can get some sort of communication, uh, magic, uh, something. Uh, see if anybody in the, the barracks has anything. Um, I'll let you know. Thank you so much, sir. Hmm. Um, when when you, they're all outside talking <clears throat> to the high priest, Castor's going to make his way back towards his room, but he's going to grab Finn by the arm while he's doing it. Okay. okay. Once he gets in, he's going to close the door. And he's going to look at you, Finn. He's going to be like, is there something wrong? You haven't spoken to me kindly since we've met each other again. And we were, at least in my opinion, you were one of my best friends. No, that's not the wrong. Can I insight that? Let me go for it. I, I have a feeling you're lying. Oosh. Damn. Ooh. Ooh. It was close one by one. Yeah, he's lying. Like I said, you were one of my best friends, and I can tell that you're lying to me. What? What's wrong? Oh, he'll kind of, I won't uh, turn away for a bit. And he's like, you know, I just don't know how to feel about, about the situation. What do you mean? I was happy to die for y'all. I was happy to stay dead. I, w- I was happy with what choice I'd made. Now I'm back. Moment's gone. Uh, there's there's talk about how you seem to have, I don't know the best word to put it, but fallen. And the world seems to be going crazy, out of balance. And it seems we are all, all of us, are in the smack dab middle of it for some reason. And we were in the smack dab middle of it when there was a dragon busting down the castle of Fortosum. We were smack dab in the middle of it when Zalem came back, and you were there for that, and you still treated me like a friend. I just I don't hate you I don't you're still one of one of my closest friends 
but it seems like and this is with by all the respect I can give we uh, it started when you sprout your wings basically and now everything seems to be a Somebody gone? Chris. Oh. We'll keep going. I'm sure he's probably just trying to reconnect. Okay. Um, or, uh... Sprouted my wings. Yeah, sprout, thank you. You sprouted your wings, and then we became a magnet for everything wrong. And to be honest, I feel like the only reason why I was giving, given this second chance is because I knew you. Like, none of us are important unless we knew, unless we know, until we ran into you. And that frustrates me. Let me, let me tell you two things, Finn. I never wanted this to happen to me. Either way, I didn't want my wings to come. I didn't want them to fall. I didn't want any of this. I was happy being a normal human cleric who walked around, tried to do a little good in the world. And second, as much as I would have loved to say that you being back had something to do with me because I can't tell you how much I missed you. And how much it hurt when I had to bury you with that stupid dagger that you loved so much. And with my scythe, I can't tell you what that did to me. But that had nothing to do with me. I was in a par getting drunk. And the next thing I know, you're coming back. So I wish it was me. I wish I could tell you I asked for a favor. I pulled some sort of deal and got you sent back. Because, to be honest with you, the hardest thing I ever did was not using that stone on you. But I figured you would have kicked my ass. Or you just would have simply not come back if I had tried. You told me not to. And respecting your damn wishes was the hardest thing I ever did. Are you blocking the door? I'm... Whoa. I thought that was real. <laughs> I'm into the far distance you guys hear a large explosion. An explosion. Oh, an explosion. An explosion. Caster is going to look to you and then just turn out the door. Yeah, he'll follow you. Yeah, so it's probably already on their way to at least look to see what the explosion is. Yeah, and he's walking um, way back and she's running. He's walking so looks, backwards and he goes, this conversation's not over yet, Finn. <laughs> looks miles away up north. Near Blarg? 
not not near Blark. I'd say probably about midway from Blark, so probably at least sixty miles. Uh, but there is a plume of smoke uh, that could probably be seen for for at least a hundred miles. Which direction in the north direction is it? Like to the north. northeast? Like right at the crossroads there. Mm. Sorry, between, I'm looking at all of you and not at the map. Between Blarg ah, and... Before we say anything, I will say to Caster, as, as we are walking and looking, you're right, this conversation is not over, but for later. How do um, Finn and Caster look? Because they just came out together. Trust. Uh, probably the first time, well, not the first time, one of the second times you've ever seen Finn without a smile. Gaster might have a, like, a dried tear or two down the side of his face. Zero just looked from one of you to the other, to back to the first. And then catch sight of the explosion that's slowly rising in the distant horizon. And scoot around the cart to take a closer look. Callisto is going to see the two of them see Caster with tears in his eyes and for once in the past couple days make direct eye contact with Finn with murderous intent. Basically, you can read that as "I I will break your nose again if I have to. He doesn't acknowledge it. So, do we go then? Do we leave? Do we? We need to leave this. Martha, I'm I'm sorry that we that the ceremony might not get a chance to do today, but I feel like this is a little. I I don't want to say it's more important, but this is a weird circumstance. It's all right, dear. Um. Goodness, how far away is that explosion, though? DM, how far away is that explosion, though? (laughs) At least 60 miles. So, more than a day's travel? Oh, yeah. That's at least three days' travel. Maybe. If if you come into rough terrain, depending upon how everything goes. Well, I agree with you, hon. At the same time, we aren't going to be getting there anytime soon. I think it's the perfect time for a sermon from a motherly figure. Is that another explosion? It is. There's a second explosion. At the same place? Yes. So, um, I'll be very honest, that sounds terrifying, and I'm not really fond of the idea of going towards it while it's still exploding. We have to make our way that way anyway. I'm aware, but... If you want to go ahead and do your sermon, that's fine, but I will help Soot get the animals ready at the cart, and you you can do it while we're doing that. All right, you boys. Fuck you! I was gonna help Soot, son of a bitch. Now I can't because we're fighting. 
Today's going to be a bit <laughs> yes, weird. be petty. The temperatures today are going to reach somewhere around 102 degrees. It was snowing yesterday. Hell Clay. yeah, baby. That's warm. Yeah. Soot is dying. Is there hey, that's, that's any average summer still? temperatures? That's about um, 40 for like the yes. entire world that's listening. For everyone else. <laughs> Does anyone know how to make the air colder around us? I'm sure there's a spell for that. Not under my purview. Let me see. Let me uh, think no. here. If, if, you, if you pull off a spell, Martha, Caster will know that you are not a cleric. Well, she's so used not. clerical blast how many times? He hasn't seen it that often, to be honest, because he's either been knocked out Usually, when she uses it, where's Callisto right now? Uh, Callisto is with everybody. She's just staying quiet outside? for the moment. Uh, yeah, she ran outside. Okay, so oh, oh, oh. as you're outside and everybody's kind of like moving around to to kind of see what's going on um, in the crowd, I wish for you to make me a perception roll, please. Oh shit! Okay. Oh no. Me specifically, that's terrifying, Corey. What do we get? A five. Oh my. She's too busy staring daggers at Finn. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, we'll see you again here in a little bit. I want I want the audience to to be aware of the vehemence of which I just cursed. Steph, why I all Martha? Instead of getting chickens, do you know how to flavor flavorless hunks of gelatin? Basically, I don't think anyone's going to be against some fried chicken on a hot day, honey. Uh, but what I'm saying is, instead of taking all that time and spending money, I can just make us. Mm, a lot of food. Enough to feed a whole sermon's worth. Well, I also know prestidigitation so we can have ice cold water. And with that spell, I know you can flavor foods. <laughs> yes, but I, I usually don't stoop to that. Well, you're going to need it with this spell. All right. All right, let's get to the... Um, let's get there. We can set it up. Um. Ah. Goodness, when is the last time I've done a sermon? It's been you, almost a century. Need, <laughs> would you like some assistance with it? I I know a thing or two about giving sermons. I have it all written down in my think tank, but um, yes, I I would like some help. Yeah, give me just the... passing out the food and making sure everyone's nice and comfortable. Uh, all right, we can do that. Um, Are you okay, honey? No, but let's not worry about that. Let's go do some preaching. Something I know a lot about. All right, sweetheart, but this isn't over. We're going to talk about this later. I don't mm -hmm. like seeing you upset. Well, they're doing that. What? What? Uh, where is Zer? Looking at you. 
while while me and Sud are uh, getting the animals. Yeah, it's he also was going to help Sud as he normally does, and is even more curious as to why you offered to help Sud <laughs> in front That's of my Esther. job, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not really helping, but he's like there, and he will he will turn to you and be like, "I may have put my foot in my mouth." What do you mean? I said some things to Caster that I really shouldn't have. Maybe you should go and fix them. I... I don't know how, to be honest. I... A wordsmith without words. I've never been good at... at words. I've been good at songs. It's a difference. Maybe some time with the animals would suit you. And then he just curtly turns and um, goes to, I guess, make sure the rest of the cart is okay. Because a couple sessions ago, our cart was damaged by a break-in slash break-out of some kind. Um, Zara's going to make sure that the cart is still operational, that its wheels are out of any gutters, and um, that we're ready to move on when the animals are prepared. you uh... give me a quick investigation. Oh, okay. 16. Uh, there is a bolt on the back right tire that needs to be replaced. It looks fine, but it's not sturdy. That metal will snap. <clears throat> Um, let me know about that, Zareth, on my way out. You've seen me mending things before. But also, uh, yeah. I'll be walking out of the cart with a table. <laughs> I'm bringing a full table so that I can put it down to put the food on for Martha's sermon. This is just a little outdoor shrine. We need a picnic table. I mean, it is the bear, so picnic baskets are preferred. Well, this makes, like, enough food and water to feed, uh, 15 humanoids. 30, 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water. Um, DM, I assume the, the, is the bolt, like, cleaved in half, or? It's fractured. Just need to be, it's fractured. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll unscrew it with my thieves' tools, and I'll bring it over to do, Rodeo. Do you put the cart up, because it's going to, like, pull the entire tire off? Oh, it's like the... the it's the, that one. Pin of the, so it's... Right. So they've got... Um, 
So on this cart, they've got the, the larger ones. So this is one of the actual bracers to the tires. They have about two on this set. There's one on each end of the actual center. And this is before they realized that you should probably have like five pins on a tire. So you only have like two. Um, one of them is snapped. You take that off and it'll probably snap the other pin. So you're going to need to brace the entire thing. Okay. It's uh, not hard. It's around? just as simple as... Huh? Any materials around that I could prop up or, like, even lift up on my shoulder and then slide it in? Well, probably not on your shoulder. That might crush you. Uh, but there is definitely some wood around that you might be able to kind of, like, stack on top of each other. Some, like, firewood or something that would be sturdy enough. Hey, we bought a bunch of firewood last night. Yeah. Yeah, so you <laughs> could just prop up some wood up underneath it and then do it. And I'm uh, just letting you know that fanatically. I'm just letting you know that... Yeah, I'll just just methodically, uh, like a craftsman, just one at a time, get the materials ready, prop up the the wagon, push against the wagon, insert the jack, uh, unscrew the, the the bolt, and then I'll bring the bolt to uh, Caster. Caster will reach out his hand. A little bit of glowing magic will come through it. All right. Uh, let me have you both give me an investigation real quick. Uh, investigation? Can I... Uh, I was going to say, if I see him looking at it, can I just like pat him on the back and give him guidance? Sure. Alright, I'll just do that instead, because Caster's not very good at investigating things, and he's carrying a table right now, so it would make sense. <laughs> That's a 21. So this is a tampered bolt. This is not one of the original bolts to the cart. This was meant to break... And it looks like when it was meant to break, it was meant to break bad. Caused a lot of damage to the cart. But we fixed it. Yes. It also, though, is not part of any repair to the cart yet. And this was, you know, something that um, I would say that Martha built. So I don't think she would use this part. Because this isn't one made out of the right metal. This is pewter. This isn't steel. Um, so it's not, it's not a wonder that it's, that it's cracked. Um, <clears throat> it's meant to look real, but not actually function. We were sabotaged. Basically. Hmm. I'll pocket the, the, the screw and uh, sorry for wasting your magic caster. Oh, um, it's no problem. It's I'm sure do. Martha has some spares, some real spares uh, somewhere in the wagon. Um, I'll wait until after the sermon. Just make sure nobody topples the wagon over. Um, there's obviously no screw in well, we won't be by the wagon. We're going down to the shrine. Hmm. So you better go ahead of me while I fix it, then. All right, I'll do that. And Caster will go down to the shrine. He'll uh, put the table down, just to, to speed things up a little bit for you, Corey. Put the table down, cast that spell. And then while Martha's futzing over it with her prestidigitation, he'll use thaumaturgy to make his voice three times louder and he'll start shouting 
Sermon at the at the Mordebjorn Shrine. Sermon at the Mordebjorn Shrine. Free food. Free food. I was going to say. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, Callisto would follow along and and help with her own thaumaturgy. Free food. Give me a perception check, please. Okay. Her or Give me advantage. I have Just advantage. Her. Okay. Can I make yeah. a pers- can I make a performance check by the way for my screaming? I mean, I guess you could. Sure, sure. Hell yeah. Per- performance Hell yeah. to not have a vocal injury. True. <laughs> With an eleven, you might have a voice tomorrow. That's a twenty-one perception. Okay. Let me get this ready. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it a battle map? No, actually. Uh, but just off in the distance, you're going to see a very familiar face. Um, somebody who's just going to kind of been uh, working at one street and heading around the corner and heading towards their way outside the gate. Uh, somebody you might recognize. Uh, they are a tiefling. Uh, they are blue-haired, uh, brown, curly, uh, horned. They seem a little bit mischievous uh, in the way they walk, kind of slinky, as if they're kind of hiding a bit. Just a little. <laughs> Sorry, I'm screaming! Okay, okay, yeah. Um, Callisto's going to see him, and mid-scream, she's just like, Free foot! drops her staff and just runs to him and tackles him from behind. Okay, so um, as you're running, crowds of people are heading inside. They're going to get in front of you. You're, you're, you're offering free food in the Middle Ages. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Bet your sweet ass we are. Yeah, so like, there's going to be a crowd of people trying to get in that doorway as you're trying to call people in. He says, you're calling people and, and like, you know, you've, you've stopped at this point, but they're still going on. They don't know what's going on. So these people are flooding in as they're flooding in. You can't get to him. At the time you, you kind of bob and weave between two people and you look at the area, you don't know which way he went. She's just going to shake her head and in Druidic just yell, uncle, it's, it's me. It's Callisto. Come back, please. Is her thaumaturgy still going? Yeah, probably. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, okay. Roll me a D100. Oh, all right. <clears throat> we don't like the D100s. Uh, That's an eight. Oh. Um, great if I was a cleric. So you'll probably stand there for a little while. And for a bit it'll seem like nothing. And then you'll see uh, like a horn and a blue ear peek around the corner. And then you'll see him kind of pull back around the corner, kind of confused and looking around like he'd heard something familiar. Callisto just kind of pokes her head out. And... Is is it her uncle? 
Can she confirm um, from this distance? You could probably confirm as Damien. Okay, she is going to just run up, no warning, just tackle him. To the ground. Screw okay. his bones. Alright. Let's do an athletics versus an athletics. One, because at this point, this ta- he doesn't know where this tackle's coming from. So he does not like that. Um, yes. Oh, I... Right. I That's a 23 on. athletics. That's a... Ne- oh, my Lord. All right, so... Also, keep in mind, his niece is a twig. That is fair. Um, you're going to say twig. So Callisto, after bonuses, got a 20. Um, Damien, after bonuses, got a 23. So you're going to give this really nice pounce. It's, like, very tireless, and he is going to maybe hear, like, the last step. And he's going to turn his heel a bit and almost duck. And as he dips, he's going to grab hold of the scarf on the back of his neck and pull that down so that you don't get any of it. And you're going to face plant into the dirt. (laughs) Oh, come on! Did you have to duck in Druidic? You're alive. I'm sorry, Miss. Who are you? What? Who are you? I'm gonna roll insight on that because I know he is a prankster. Hmm. See, my character sheet keeps closing because I want to read what I rolled. Mm -hmm. I have to reopen it. He's not messing around with 13. Wait. You don't remember me? I haven't slept with you, have I? (laughs) Oh, shit, that would be horrible. No. No, you haven't. Good. Not in my time ever. Yes. Yeah. Not. No. Yes. I figured it was a teasling thing, so I was like, you know. I'm a little young for you. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, it God. It would also be disgusting given I'm your niece, but don't well, worry I about mean, it. Just, what? Um, oh, God, okay. Uh, Is he speaking Druidic? No. Okay. He's speaking Common. Okay, I'll switch back to Common. Um, no, this is complicated. Okay. Hi. Um. I don't. Who are you? They uh, found me and called me Tree. Um, it was near a fire somewhere in the jungle. I suppose all I remember. Got hit pretty hard in the noggin. Oh, gods above. Okay. Um. Hi, I'm your niece. Your name is not Tree, but if you want to be known as Tree, you are allowed to be known as Tree. Um, my name That's is Christo. Okay. Is Damien acceptable to you? That's pretty ugly too, but I'll take it if it's really mine. And uh, well, it's your name as long as I've known you. What the fuck names her child Damien? What the fuck? I don't know. 
I, to be honest, I don't know why your sister named me Rieka, uh, named me Callisto. I'm sorry, Rieka is my sister. That's beside the point. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm a little frazzled. Um, so you survived, and I survived. You're alive. That means other people. Oh my gods. Um, well, I've been traveling with this other bloke that says he knows me too. So, huh? Which other yeah, bloke? Uh, our key, our, our guy, uh, something like that. Says he's been trying to help me get my memory back, so... Yeah, that's his name. Oh, God's above. Where is he? He's out downtown. Right now, he's getting some fish. <laughs> we're having a bit of a fish dinner. I figured calling through town, we're going to be heading down south. Hitting into the rem remnants, see if we could figure out what the heck's going on. Callisto is just f having an existential crisis in the space of thirty seconds. It, it you should join us. Um, the remnants. I. I would love to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Come on, just when, the three of us. Sure. When am I meeting you? Ah, uh, we was well, we're leaving tomorrow morning. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm actually leaving tonight to uh, head up north, so this is a good opportunity. Maybe we can yeah. leave tonight then, yeah. Um, okay, we're... Uh, we're heading south. Okay. We're going south. Okay. Um, where are you all staying? Uh, currently, I um, just got playing at this dude's farmhand's house. He's got blackjack in the back. Oh, that... Oh... Easy, oh, isn't he? Okay, that decent fellow. Uh, yeah, you would you would like him. Hey, I mean the room was free. He just wanted to touch the horns and oh. just do curious. that to me. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, he said he said he did figure it would be rude to ask a female, but since we're into boys, you know. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, okay. When do you think you'll be there? An uh, hour? Probably all night. I could be there in an hour. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I'll see you in an hour. Right. And you said um, you were my... Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We have a lot You're to catch up on. You're a special person. I'm special person, sure. We'll a go with that. Just, uh, right. just... Are you the one he's been looking for? You know when he's been looking for his fiance or something? His fian his fiance. Yeah. Uh, if you see him, just tell him Cublet said hi. Sure. And she will turn on her heel and walk away. As you're walking away, you'll just kinda of hear a kind of like a, a distant what the fuck's a cublet? Um and Callisto, just as soon as she is out of earshot, just sits down in an alleyway and just stares at the concrete for a solid 20 minutes. Just not sure how to process any of what just happened. Caster saw her running out there and he tried to follow, but he's not a very strong man and can't make his way through crowds very well. <laughs> he tried. Did did she grab did did he grab his her I'm oh my her god staff. my sentences I'm sorry I'm freaking out did 
did he grab the staff? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, once he pushes his way outside, he will cast a spell that I have never used in D&D as much as I have used in this campaign right here, which is locate object. And I will use it to find her horns, her horn flowers that she always has. Okay. Um, she's just yeah. a bit down the road. All right, I'll follow. I'll follow my little compass of finding people, and I'll see her sitting in an alleyway. Uh, yeah, she's just curled do... up in a little ball. Actually. Um, no, nah, I wanna let this work, never mind. I was gonna say she was gonna wild shape, but she's not gonna do that. She just is kinda curled up in a ball of tiefling in the alleyway, just staring at the concrete. Castor will walk up uh, uh cautiously. And is she like leaned against the wall? Okay, so he'll like put his back against the wall and slide down to sit next to her. Put the Put the staff at her feet. Drop that. Thanks. Um. <laughs> They're alive. You're gonna see him thinking for a second, and he's like, "Oh." Yeah, my my uncle and my fiance are both alive. I don't fucking know how, but I guess. Well, what are you going to do? I know you've been looking for them. I mean, yeah, I have. Fuck I, uh, this is a lot. My uncle doesn't remember who he is. Um, I could fix that, possibly. You could? I have a couple of spells. Uh, if it's magic that's affecting him, I I can identify what kind of spell it is, and if it's something that's within my capability of dispelling, I can do that. Frankly, based on his description, it sounds like a concussion, which might also be within your wheelhouse, but... Yeah. But my fiancé is alive, and he's looking for me. And I don't know how to handle that, because I'm supposed to be happy... And I am happy. I'm incredibly happy. I'm fucking ecstatic. But how do you talk to somebody you thought was dead? So, I'm not good at this. Do I'm not great at that either because I thought Finn was dead and he seems to hate me now. Yeah, I um yeah, I punched him in the face. You might have noticed, so I think we're we're agreed. And how well we do with talking to dead people. Um. Castor's gonna like. He, he, you're gonna see that he he's thinking. He's really thinking of what to say in this situation. But he's he's not he's not the most sure. This is not a situation that he would have thought himself uh, to have been in. Uh, I, I can't tell you what to say. I can't give great advice on this. I can tell you that I'll be here for you if you need anything. Like, 
You've always been there for me. You've always caught me metaphorically and figuratively and literally when I fall. And if this is one of the last times I see you, then thank you. He's going to lean down. He's going to bump your head with his really quick. He's going to bump his head under your horn. And then... Callisto just kind of blinks for a second, very confused. Did you just do a horn bump? Um, I just tapped my head to yours, <clears throat> waited to, you know, show gratitude, affection, care. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, sorry. Wait, what are you talking about this being the last time that you, you seen found, me? You found your family. I did. Not all of them. I'm not gonna leave you guys behind. Wouldn't blame you if you did. I... Um, I'm sorry, this is a lot. I need time to think. Um. Oh, I had a present for you. I don't know if we have time for this i was gonna offer to braid your hair because sometimes it falls in your face and you know um i have i have a flower i thought it might be cute but it, we don't have time go listen to martha's sermon i'll be fine go well, go do your thing later then uh yeah yeah later uh i'm pretty quick braid so sure yeah if if you if you need anything, I'll be there. Callisto just kind of uncurls herself from her ball, gets up, and uh, bumps her horns to his head as lightly as humanly possible because she doesn't want to break his skull. But just bump. It says, go do your thing. I'll be fine. Of course, and um, you know where to find us. But if you need anybody to go with, we'll all be there for you. Not just me. I know you probably won't see me, but I'll be back at the car by tonight. And if I'm not, you know where I am. Well, I might not know where you are, but you I can, can find you. You can guess. Actually, Go. you didn't t you didn't say where he would be, so I wouldn't be able to guess. Oh yeah, no, that was on purpose. Oh yeah, the, you the can guess that I'll be with there. them. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, I can find you or just send you a message if I need to. Yeah, yeah. Go go enjoy the sermon. Go do your thing. I. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You um you do what you need to do, and then nod to her, smile, and then walk back and give one last thaumaturgy free food at the Mortybjorn's uh, uh, shrine. Free food! Try to get all those last people in there for Martha on his way back. Yeah. 
Um, so it's, um, let's say it's decently full. Uh, there might be a few people just outside. So in total, I'd say you'd have 46 people. Oh, shit. I might you say it would have been more. since, uh, everyone started pouring in. All right. Um, that means Finn's going to need to do me a favor later. If I need sending cast, he won't need to cast sending. Uh, I'm going to specifically use both of my level 2 slots. That's a level 3 slot, so thank you for just using your level 3 slots. I'm going to use my, my level 3 slots just so you don't get your sending. Don't be an asshole, Finn. <sighs> Alright, so I created another table full of food. It says enough to sustain up to 15 humanoids for 24 hours, so I'm guessing this could sustain 60 people for this sermon. It's, it's 90 pounds of food total, Corey. That's a lot of fucking food. That's over a pound and a half a person. Yeah, no, that's exactly um, a pound and a half per person. If, if you consider it nibbling food, all right, so it won't work as full meals, but it's nibbling food. That's good enough for a sermon. <laughs> you might have to ration a little bit. Like you said, it's a pound and a half pound of food. Half so per person. Yeah. 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 So Castor will give Martha a nice wink after he creates the next table. I told you. Who's going to shuffle up into the front row and... Goodness, this is a lot more people than I was expecting. Good thing we didn't just settle for three chickens. take his sandals off <laughs> and sit cross-legged <laughs> and put his arms in his lap. During her oh, sermon, Corey, do I'm going like to zhuzh things up a little <clears throat> bit for her. I'm going to do, like, a thaumaturgy that gives... There. It sounds <clears throat> like I can make the yes. cry of a raven, but I'm going to turn it to, like, the distant roaring of a bear. And, okay. you know, just... just <clears throat> No, not like an angry roar. And it, you can tell that it's well. He's already doing it. He's sitting in the he's sitting in the in the crowd, just kind of just. If they try to leave, I'll thaumaturgy the door. Roll me. <laughs> roll me a. Please don't do that. Don't scare them. advantage. No, just you. Oh I'm me, because right. you're the one trying to make the bear sound not so scary, while still. <clears throat> I'm going to give myself a little pat in the back and give myself guidance. Okay. Oof. 23. So yeah, nobody's going to run. But you'll hear it get a little quiet. Uh, you'll see people still kind of picking at their food, though. Uh, some people may, may, may have just kind of come for the free food. It's okay. They'll stay for the Martha sermon. Come for the food, stay for the sermon. <laughs> All right. Let's get things started. I say as I actually pull out a fucking document. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody. I, I hope you're all enjoying your food. Right. <clears throat> well, we are here in the Shrine of Mordorbjorn. I'm sure not many of you have heard of her. She's a goddess of compassion, empathy, 
and the belief in the holiness that is a person's childhood. To be a child is to come into this world with wide eyes and a clean slate, naivety and curiosity, and inherent purest. <laughs> 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 pureness of being it is a mother's job to take care oh. of their child and gently guide them down the right path and teach them how the world works now there are seven commandments placed on mankind by Mordebjorn I'll try and go through them really quick for you a parent shall never strike their cubs with neither jaded word nor fist a cub's adolescence is holy and pure an act to cure <laughs> corrupt this is grand heresy and vile the life of a cub shall always come before your own. Protect them with your life and soul. Let punishments be learning experiences, not moments of pain and fear. That's an important one. A cub does not ask to be born. To blame them for things beyond their control is appalling. You'll hear them. A cub is a large you kind of hear them kind of praise, thinking it's over with that cry. Um, and last but not yeah. least, a father <laughs> shall protect and provide for both and mother and cub. Those who abandon this duty are scum. Y'all are certainly enjoying your food. I'm not done, sweetheart. Martha seems to hesitate at that. But she is not only wisdom. Mordebjorn is strength when is needed the most. No doubt you have seen this strength before that you may not have known where it comes from. A mother bird swooping down fearlessly to protect its nest from a cat. A mother ripping and tearing at rubble to free their trapped child. Or the reflexes of a father as they are quick to catch a toddler who stumbles straight into harm's way. <laughs> she is the glow of a mother expecting the swelling of pride a father feels when they hold their child for the first time and the great sense of grief that falls over a village when the babe is lost. And like a true mother, her job is thankless. She's going motion to the empty altar. She watches us all with bittersweet pride as we grow ever stronger, bigger, and greater. All while we forget her, she who has watched over us since mankind first took their breath. She grows old and weak, and her Praise be to powers are waning. Only just come to realize yes. that recently, myself and I'm the cleric of hers, she is selfless and asks for nothing in return praise for all her great Morten. gifts. Well, you have to Perhaps pick the hardest damn name to say. Praise to be to the Morten. Morten. There we go. Thank you. Got it. She's going to bow and step. Uh, down. Morten here. Either way, they got the message that you were trying to send. Thank you, dear. No, the bear made them stop. Did you, you like know, the bear noise that I made? She's going to lean down to Caster and whisper. Thank you. You know, it might just be me, but I think they oh, just came here he, he like kind of like looks down <laughs> a little bit. He, he, he's not used to receiving praise for his duties. Oh, I think they were too busy stuffing their faces, but we'll see. It was very good, dear. I'm very proud of you. A few people. Um, she pats in your total, head. Uh, roll me a d6 and a d4. Uh, 
You'll get uh, two All coppers. Right. With in the one sermon second. done, she's going to look to the altar. Is anyone donating? <laughs> Poor folk, though. I mean, All right, D six, D four. That's not good. Caster will put some some of his more of his beef jerky in there from his ration packs. It's the thought that counts, at the he'll very the, least. She the, might be the remembered like for once. And then he'll empty his pocket of his silver. Because if only for the food. He doesn't really <laughs> use money very often, so it's nine silver. I only oh, had that thank silver. You, sweetheart. She'll give you a kiss on the forehead. I only, I, only, uh, I only had that silver because I had to break change for the wood last night. Wonderful. See um, that, folks? Zara that is how you do it. And she gives you a big, hearty oh, slap on the back. On Good boy. The, the, the sermon crowns. <laughs> Going to uh, kiss Martha on the cheek. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, honey. It doesn't really matter how much you put in there. Stand on top of the stage and put um, a chamomile flower into the altar. Um, and he's going to look at uh, Martha and say, in some parts of the world, they call it, call it uh, Mother's Daisy. I don't have any gold to spend, but I think the... Uh... <laughs> For prosperity, wealth, Love and peaceful sleep. She helped because of her. All these people got a. It's good the meal thought that counts, honey. I'm sure she'll adore a lovely flower. <laughs> Maybe she can put it in her, her holy antlers. I. Yeah. We uh. We should get back and get the cart ready. I I have some. Mm-hmm. If something to still and by the looks of it, it might be the only meal some of these people have gotten today. So that's a good feeling. Something is the matter. Finn doesn't like me anymore. He says he doesn't hate me, but I right. feel like he does. Did he give a reason? He's right. Yes, but. Caster, honey, if something's the matter, you tell Maybe me, Maybe we right? can speak somewhere a little bit more private about that. <laughs> if you want... We can walk and talk, and if you want to know the basics, he said... It's I not snitching if it's me, to your mother. That... Yeah, fucking tattletale. Yeah, followed us everywhere. I just want you to... Well, Caster doesn't know what to do. I just He's want very all you boys inept. to get along, okay? Um, and if something's the matter... Never heard the saying, uh, snitches get stitches? Not from a bard, I haven't. <laughs> you might hear from this one. Ooh, don't fight me, bard. <laughs> I w the tea is scalding. All right, I... 
I just don't understand. He was my best friend. But nobody else would talk to me. When nobody else would talk to me, he did. It was just him and Callisto for a long while. That's... Caster, that's a very nasty thing for him to say. Except for Soot. I still treats me nice. Sweetheart, Finn has gone through something none of us can even begin to, to think about. Yes, but everyone deals with trauma in different ways. He might be lashing out because he doesn't know what else to do. Okay. Just give him some time. Give him some time to calm down and reassess things. Chances are... Hmm? He probably didn't actually mean that. What He's probably say, just desperate to find a reason for why things turned out the way they have. Okay. Sorry, I just didn't. I didn't hear you, Max. The character, Max, the player, didn't hear you at first. All right. Um. So. You're right. Any, I thought, you don't need to go through all that for me. I, it's just another day. It's now normally I'd make you a grand birthday cake, but since we'll be on the road so Zara, soon, thank you for this. I'll, I'll see what I can make for a nice pancake, not an actual pancake, but a cake his, made in a pan. That's on his holy symbol. Um, oh, you figured out what it was. It's your birthday. No. You deserve you, cake. I mean, it's a bead. Even if it's a little cupcake. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh. That reminds me. Martha, I need a screw for one of the wheels of the cart. It seems we've been sabotaged, and I hold her out a pewter nail or a screw, and I bend it with my fingertips. Where would they be? Maybe I could save you the trouble. You can continue to talk with Caster. Oh dear. That's not good at all. Um, I think I might have some left. It, it's been a long time. And I... Oh, they no, all made no, it no, back no. to the cart. Uh, trust me, honey, you uh, wouldn't want to be going through those drawers. Would you say by now drawers. we've made it back to the cart, um, Corey? Because we've been walking and talking. I think I know where they might be. As as soon as Finn sees Probably y'all and sees Caster, he goes up to, to the him. Left on the Not forcefully, but he grabs him by the shoulder and is like, Probably in the back. We need to talk. And starts okay. walking him a little bit away from the, the group. He'll turn his head. He'll turn his head to look at you. He'll give a fake, like, it's obvious, it's a fake smile. It's like, Wait, when I always... Finn, sweetheart. And just keeps walking with Caster. Don't tell you. Just 
Be kind, okay? I am going to help you, Martha. And um... <laughs> I hate it when my boys fight. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> Anyways, let's take care of so this. Um, uh, Finn takes you to a or close, or... like not too far I, away. I don't but know. Usually alley. Maddie took care oh, of kind of the same alley where we got shot at last time. You know, that Ben and their it? carts. <laughs> or if you took us to an alley that was close Obsessed to the cart, would be the one that we got shot at last time. Last night, probably. Yeah. All right, so Caster will uh, get his shield out and he'll kind of hold it like towards the entrance as Finn brings him in there. He'll kind of like put like cross his arm, put his back to a wall, and it's just it it's quiet for a few minutes, and he's like, "So how was the sermon?" I thought it went very well. Um, there was like sixty people there. Uh, Martha swears it was only for the free food, but they listened. Some of them donated. I used good. all my magic for the day making that food. It does not taste good. Yeah, well, usually magic food doesn't, so... But why would you do that when we could run into trouble on the road? Because it meant something, to, it meant a lot to Martha, and because those people haven't, some of those people haven't eaten in a very long time. Well, not a good meal, at least. One filling. I shouldn't say good because it doesn't taste good, but a filling, satisfying meal. Fair point. I also have plenty of other magic left. Those are just my highest, highest abilities. First off, I... You guys will feel it gradually get colder until you can see your breath. Um... This, this weather is awful. Caster's I... going to look around and uh, just make sure everything is alright. Do a little quick perception check. Sure. Um... Alright. And he'll, he'll, as he's looking around, he'll, like, say something to you, and he'll be like, as you remember, this is where Zareth got shot last night, so I'm a little on edge here. As soon as he says that, I'd like to make my own perception. Sure. I don't even know what I rolled. What did I roll? A nine. You rolled a nine. Oh, nine. God. A seven. We're, we are too deep in this conversation. Everything is hunky-dory. <laughs> It'll start to, like, sleet a little. Well, if I'm being honest with you... Pin. It's this nice cold rain snow feels better than the hundred and two heat. Fair, but I. Castor will scooch up next to you and hold his shield up over your head so that you don't get wet. I shouldn't have said a lot of things I said to you when we talked. I it's it's like I said when we first started talking, I don't know how I feel. 
I should have brought you back. No, because I would have done exactly as you said. I wouldn't have come back. I And if by some way we'd use that magic, I would have been happy. Then that crystal would have never would never still be in our our hands. The temptation. But then again, if I if you had done that and I did that, Sublim would have stayed dead. And he and I don't know how I would feel about that. Who's to say you wouldn't have been able to save him? Who's to say you would have died if you were there? That's all we can do. Is to, say, is to deal in what if, what if. It's it's in the past, and I should have left it in the past. Drugging up now has no real merit. I appreciate that. Don't. Do not forget that night before, well, not the night before, but the night, this very same night when we talked. I am still your friend. And I always will be. But I do have one more question. If I can answer it, I'll try. Why did you go that night? I asked myself that same question over and over and over again. I could give you the cop-out answer, which is I'm a zealot. I need to follow the undead and strike it down. Which is be partially right. But... I don't know. I wanted to stop these things. I didn't want them to find us later and hurt us later. I thought that we had injured whatever it was enough. <laughs> you would have been proud of me. After... It did what it did to you. I scared it away. I don't know how that worked. It was a... It was a gambit. It was all I had left. But I don't know why I went. Not 100%. Part of it was my religion. Part of it... My unyielding disdain for the undead my visions but lack of foresight would be a good answer too I didn't think about the consequences I thought that we could throw handle whatever was thrown at us and I learned better and I won't ever let my faith bring me to put my friends in harm's way again I vowed that after you. You know, 
I felt the exact same way after the slavers. I remember. The just anger and the not thinking to just bull rush your way through and just trying to figure out your pro the 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 best way to to stop the, to stop what happened not from happening again if it wasn't for Robert I probably would have gotten us all killed if we had ever had had uh did went through with that ambush And to be honest, I saw the same kind of feeling in you when we were chasing that thing. And I thought, if I went with you, I could have stopped you, or at least, or at least we could have figured out a way to to not uh, to I don't know something. But. As soon as we got into that fight, all I all I knew to do was I had to keep both of you safe. Buddy, that that wasn't your job. It was it was. Coming back, I've realized That's the kind of person I want to be. Someone who can make sure everybody else gets uh, gets out. Even if it costs my own life. You'll be right there with me then. I'm not letting... I'm not letting you go again. We, we all have to go one day. Over my dead body. That's the only way you're going. It will start to snow. Ben's gonna take off his jacket and kind of put it over both of us. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. As as we're walking is. Last thing Finn will say is like, "There's just a couple, a couple of fools who think we can shoulder the burden of this world." Just a couple of fools trying to save it. Hmm. I feel like that's a song title somewhere. We'll keep them safe. All I know is now that you're living on a prayer, my friend. I like that. That'd be the song for you that I make before I go or before you go. Caster Sedair, living on a prayer. Well, I'm 23 now. We're halfway there. 
Well, you're 23. I thought you were younger. Nope. Nah. 23. Today. I guess you I... weren't here when everybody found out my birthday. Yeah, see, I missed a lot of things. What? Well, what's this about a a uh, lich? And I pretty much, I'd say that's the end of our scene. As we're like yep. walking. Yep, and he'll fill you in on the whole lich debacle. I'm fine with uh, with skipping to anybody else. I know yeah. we have one little lady sitting here waiting. I'm very okay. Dressed I'm down for my scene to be like after all of yours. Oh, I'm so y'all y'all do your thing. I can be patient. I'm just stress knitting over here. That's all. I'm done. Yeah, I am too. It, the group probably noticed that we have a we have a lot better mood between two of us. Yep, probably smiles. Mm-hmm. Castor will take one and just eat it. Doesn't care. Same with Finn. So for you guys, it'll be about 2 p.m. when all that is said and done. Okay. Uh, so um, sit around and help the rest get the cart ready? Okay. You see Mark Calista, looking very sad over do? some burnt cookies. Uh, Callisto's going to have a panic attack for about, like... You know, good uh, off and on for a good hour. Um, no, nah, I think she. Sh this is kind of stuff that she needs to handle on her own to be at TBH. Um, if you can find her, yeah, she's probably still in the alley. This is probably when she's, she's still in the alley. Yeah. During, during the, during Does the, she uh, need more, more Martha? German. Yeah, it's, it's it's worth noting she never came back after she ran away. Um, okay, she is going to bring hour, you some warm pancakes and a glass of milk. Sigh, and get up and head for Sleazy's oh, Tavern. That's a good point. I'm man Sleazy. I'm sorry, Skeezy. Skeezy, yeah, that's right. Uh-oh. You kind of come up on the, the blue door uh, a bit pre-painted it's got a new coat of paint. She's gonna, like, put on her cloak because it's cold. It is snowing. She's gonna keep, keep cloak with the hood up. Gotta just keep it chill. She wants to make sure the situation is the situation she thinks it is before she outs herself, so to speak. So are you gonna knock on the door? Just walk Oh, uh, yeah, she, she, she knocks on the door. Okay. Oh, yeah, who's there? Oh, uh, hi. I was here. Um, time time kind of two, two days ago. Thank you. I was going to say time. I was very drunk the last time you saw me, so time kind of blends together. But two days ago. Um, oh, uh, I'm, you were the guy that got the egg. Yes. Yes, I was with the guy that got the egg. Uh, it's good to see you. Um, uh, do you mind if I come in? I, I just was hoping to get a drink. What do you want to come in for? Uh, just to this get is a, a person's home. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Is there a code that I'm supposed to remember? I have the memory oh, of a goldfish. What, what are you talking about? I don't... What are you... Easy. What are you going <laughs> on about? She's, she's kind of like... Uh, I don't... I don't know how to get into your house. I don't want to break into your house. I put that wrong. 
I help. Give him money. Close the door. Oh slowly. no! Hold on, hold on. Wait, I know your type. Excuse she just, me. She has a whole like, not much money, but she goes and she grabs a gold. I will give you a gold if you let me into your house. He closes the door and latches it. Damn it! Okay. No, that type, sweetheart. And you'll hear him walking <laughs> a little bit further into the home. She's just like. Trying to narc on the police to him. She she just sits and then is like, okay, I'll be back. She actually goes back to the party. Um. Mid mid Martha cooking with like tears having streamed down her face, she is a wreck. Just goes up to Martha like, "Hey, question. Do you remember how to get into Skeezy's Tavern?" Uh, asking for a friend. Literally. Who were you asking? Martha. She's BRB. Oh, shit. She's in a, a poo <laughs> break. So let's, let's, <laughs> take, a, let's take a quick okay. five real quick. Here. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, she could also go up to Zura, but that works too. We'll have we'll have about 25 minutes after that, and then we'll call it a night. Um, since we're off the air. <clears throat> you wrote it. I did. <laughs> I did not expect it to come this soon, Corey. <laughs> uh, soon we've been playing for a year. Yeah, I know. Holy crap, we have been playing for a year. Yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah. We have been playing for a year. I was expecting it to happen to come up in like the in jungle, the like up in Blarg or area. I wasn't expecting it in just handsome, but I'm, I'm down just an and iceberg. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. It's iceberg people, icebergs. Icebergs, yeah. Ten percent on the surface, ninety percent below. I also I love how I like reacted to oh my god, RK's alive. Huh, how'd that happen? And then after the conversation, after the scene, I had to sit back and go, wait, he's supposed to be dead. Like she saw him die. But you never found a body. No, of course I never found a body. I didn't find a body for any of them. Exactly. But she's the one he, she's he fucking pronouns. He's the one that she watched get murdered. So like, how are you alive? And we're gonna find out. I just like I realized I had. Oh, lovely, wonderful when that happens. No, yeah. Well, I mean, and if, if he's alive, die, who else is alive? <laughs> anyway, you got if you can use magic to replace Zer's nut and testicle that he lost in that fight. You should have enough magic to heal a man who's been slashed through the chest. Oh, totally. I'm just saying. I'm gonna say, you no, got, I've you done it as a character. You like, I've done that. Because that nut was obliterated. That was like the nut cracker. Yeah, that was. You're muted. Well, to be fair, he also gave the nut cracker to, to the. We can hear you, Z. You're muted. I was just kind of confirming, like, to be fair, at that level, the amount of damage that the Great Axe dealt was almost half his health. So it was almost a grievous injury. Which begs the question, wait, who healed him? Sorry, Your I... Wounds. No. 
Oh, I've I thought you were freaked. No, oh. sorry. I'm having an existential crisis over here, legit. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, sorry. Continue. There, so. Ignore me. We also got okay. potions after too. You'll have to apologize to your uh, to your fiance because cure wounds is a touch spell. And, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, I took the potions. <laughs> <laughs> Those potions are for regrowing bones, <laughs> not oil. Oh, no, he gave us I mean, wounds potions. It's close also, enough to a bone. the potions were a alternate timeline. Yeah, we did the spa. The spa healed oh, your nuts. Oh, yeah, we did the healing spa. Okay. The spa healed together. your nuts. Well, I kept your nuts alive in the midst of battle. But, you know, maybe moments, uh, dealings with the god of chaos may have brought more people than you thought back. I, I just, I'd just rather not think about Caster's hand as, like, an incubation lamp for my <clears throat> testicles. <laughs> <laughs> he would have. He would have just, like, tried just to think do, of like, it like an organic three D printer. Fuck you! About choked on a chip. Ugh. I think it's better to think of him doing it as an incubator versus using healing word and getting down there and whispering to it like, "Grow back, grow back, little nut, grow back." You wanted a scene, Callisto. Oh. Yeah, yes, hello, welcome back to me. Um, Callisto's gonna come up to Martha and be like, hey, and she looks like an absolute wreck at the moment, just tears having streamed down her face some time ago. Hair's a mess. Uh, and she goes, hey, do you remember how to get into Skeezy's Tavern? Because I don't. I offered him money and it didn't go well. I'm sorry, what? Um, no, no, just just tell me how to, how to do it. Yeah, very. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, I'm sorry, it's a lot to explain. Let me try. Um, you know how my whole family's dead? Let me try. They're not dead. Um, at the very least... My uncle isn't dead, except he does have amnesia, which sure? is terrifying. And What's my fiance is still alive. And I have feelings That's about, me worry that. about and, it more, uh, <laughs> No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I have my emotions mm -hmm. under control. Oh. Yes, please. Oh. Okay. She actually um, kind of she she sits there for a I, second I and I then just breaks, art. starts um, sobbing into your shoulder. It's just. Would you I, like a hug? I, I didn't. She'll give you a big old Martha. I didn't hug. think this was possible, and now it is, and I don't know how to feel about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm interrupting your cooking. I'm sorry. I I can't. Go ahead, honey. But I am interrupting your cooking. Because you were cooking, and now you're not.
No, I don't have no, time. Honey, I have to go You're back. never interrupting me. Uh, I already. He well, was you're far more important than my cup. I probably should have asked him how to get into Disguise's tavern, but Here, I didn't come want on, him to know where, he, make you where a I was going because I didn't want we'll him to freak out. I wish I could help you. Uh, maybe ask Caster. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Where Where is Caster? No, that's totally fine. Um, okay. Do you... Well, that's the only option I can think of, sweetheart. What the fuck? She's just like, that was a chicken. That's a so good question. I've been cooking. I've times, kind of been in so, La La. Yeah, yeah. They, they yell. They sure do at any time of day. All right, it's, you just... I'm here if you need um, to talk, okay, sweetheart? And she'll give you a kiss okay. on the forehead yeah, no, uh, and we'll a pat worry. on the back. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Thank you. She gives you another hug. Okay. Uh, I'll be back, hopefully, maybe. If I'm not, you know where I am, which is important. Uh, okay, hurry, I'm gonna go find sweetheart. Caster. And Callisto proceeds to go try and find Caster. <laughs> I mean, I mean our, take your time once you get there, but hurry, right hurry along. You could probably hear us talking and laughing at this point. All right. And I'd say you were looking for us. All right. Sweetheart. She kind of rounds the corner with tears streaming down her face, sees Caster, sees Finn, and just goes, um, Caster, can I? I need to ask you a very brief question. Sure. How do I get into Skeezy's Tavern? Don't freak out. Why'd I freak out? I know what you're doing. I don't know. I just thought you would freak out for some reason. Well, Sorry. There's... How do I get in there? There's two ways. You could give him money. I tried that. How much did you try giving him? A gold. That's like most that was of my insult. money. He might have thought that was an insult. Uh, I can come back with you. He doesn't want the church getting involved with his little business, and he thinks that I might do that. So my options are you to come back with me and to no, give I him I'll, money. I'll just, get him, I'll just get you in. I know that you need to do this on your own. Well, I mean, there is a better way, and I'm going to like reach into my pocket, and I'm going to create a gem that's about worth... Let's see, it could be, item can, cannot be more than 20 times from bard level, so let's say a 30, gem, a 30 gold gem. Wait. Wait, I do have won't to... that disappear? You don't have to tell them that. I mean, put a, put a little story to it, and you might be able to be like, oh, hey, if you do something wrong, it will disappear. Yeah, but, but he has good alcohol and I don't want to get kicked out. Not only that, this is a world of magic. You don't have you don't think they have a way of testing that? Also, you've already had yeah. a, you've already done it once this. Uh, I I can it, I could do it again if I expend a spell slot of level Ooh. 2 or higher. Which you don't have. I do have. That's you spent them all. So that you No, he was spending. spending. His, he spent his third ones. 
I just said that. I never, I never did that. I was just being a dick. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'll. I can. I can get her in, Finn. Well, then I'll just toss a gem behind his back. <laughs> like, well, that was a waste. Uh, okay. It's it's very pretty. Also, I'm sorry for breaking your nose. Bye. And she just walks down the the, the street. Alright, we're still gonna have our conversation. Yeah, but I'm a bit preoccupied. We'll get to that. Maybe. Castor will pat you on the shoulder, Finn. And... Be... Oh, go on. Now be careful. Yeah, I know. So I want to take a moment. Where is Zer right now? Um... Zer is finished um, fixing up the wagon. Um, as per the previous scene, and he wants to go get Soot, who is working on the animals, hmm. and um, together he's hoping that they can have a conversation as they hitch them up and get ready to ride out at night. Okay. Which they um, need to do. As you're walking off, you feel like there's kind of something stuck to the bottom of your shoe. Okay, uh, what is it? What does it look like? Seems like a letter. Okay, who is it from? Does it say? Well, it doesn't say, but there is a very similar mark. It looks like your scar. Okay. Um... Is there any indication of where I picked it up from? Could have been anywhere. It was probably placed by some stealthy little bugger. Um, it could have been placed in a very narrow passageway when coming like out of an yeah, area yeah. around a bin. Um. Okay. Okay. What? What does it? What does it say? I. It says you have survived two of my three first attacks. Congratulations. If you survive the third, I shall leave you alone for 48 hours. Hmm. Silent. Silent? Mm-hmm. Um, the Silent Blade. Uh, Soot, my trusty companion, where uh, art thou? Am I am I around to hear that? Uh, up to you. I mean, I would have been by the cart hitching the animals, and like once they were hitched, Soot is sitting like in the cart, like it is a video game, like he is ready to go the second someone says like we are going. Like Soot is sitting in the ready location. Oh, I, I definitely see that because that was the first place I was looking. Um, and I jump in the second driver's seat. And, uh... Soot. I, uh, I know this is a delicate subject, but um, you, you need to read this. And I hand him the letter. Uh, so it'll look it over. Well, uh, 
if straight twice and have it I mean I, we noticed the, the first one have you even noticed the, the second I think it might have been a sabotage wheel in the cart and I take the letter back from them and um, I tuck it away with the first one that um, I, I kept carefully in my breeches. But um, I don't know if they're going to follow. I thought you might have an idea if that Oh, was... he'll, he'll follow, sure. Um, it, this, this man will not stop until he is stopped. Or this person, I, I can't speak to their to their gender, um, but um, I'm quite confused, uh, to be honest, because um, my my main question, and I mean this in, in no offensive way, is why you? Why are you the one that's targeted? You're well, I mean, I, the least tenuous connection that I can make is. Me to you, you to your father who has dealings with these types, your father to Zolom, and Zolom to Count Vagrant, and Count Vagrant to my mother, and my mother to me again. That just seems a bit complicated. To, to me. It does, but that's the only thing I have right now. Anyway, there's something a little bit more important that I wanted to discuss with you. Is I wanted your opinion on something. I, I don't know how to handle it. Every time I make a step forward, about Catherine Finn, they seem to be on better terms now. But... It's not just Finn, actually. It seems as though every time Caster finds a new shred of hope, someone knocks him down a peg, and then someone blames him for it. And then he has to question himself all over again, then find a new Caster to be, and then do something else reasonable, perfectly reasonable. And then get blamed for that again, and then get knocked down a peg and find a new caster to be, and over and over and over and over. He doesn't get a break. How do we let the other see? How do we let him see? I'm not sure. I can't terribly speak to things, as I believe I was the the first one to knock hope out of out of caster so that's that doesn't preclude yourself a, uh, but um i mean everything's oh i suppose that's part of the problem is that everything seems to be going okay so far um but but what happens when the next catastrophe befalls us and Caster takes the blame for himself again and then somebody else doubles up on that and then he takes himself down a peg again? 
he can't be there for us if he's constantly being beaten down. I mean, we'll be there for him. I, I can't change the circumstances of life and, and things that happen, nor can I change his mindset. People that wish to be down on themselves, it'll be down on themselves. That is taken from personal experience. But we can be there for him. We can help him stand up. And as much as I hate the things my father said, the most important step a man can take is the next one. And that is what we will push for. The most important thing Castor can do is to continue pushing forward. Every time he comes back, a, he comes back stronger. The way you make glass is by melting sand. The way we make a caster is by melting the impurities out of him. And that's what's happening now. I think that's exactly what I needed to hear. So how think how fast do you think these goats can go? The the mules? Uh, probably not too fast, but I mean we could definitely push it. I'll I'll be for that, mostly because um, we have goats. Okay, goats. Uh, I mean, it's, it's still the same speed. Uh, I can I can push them as as far as they can go, but um, I mean, I'd like to get some distance. Um, I'm going to tell you this, and so like looks around to see if Jay is around. Uh, is is he? He's he's just sitting at the car eating the fish that he's roasting. Oh, off the cobblestone. Fuck this dude. He's just fuck chilling. He's made his own like, little like hammock in hey, the corner the of the alleyway. Gonna... You guys are the ones who are cheering for him to punch me. <laughs> I mean, I am. That was, that was only me. Uh, no, someone, no, no, no. Someone, someone watching. So, so it could, I mean, like, watching someone get punched is always kind of fun. Like, as long as you know it's just going to be like one punch. Um. Oh, shit. Is this dude Saitama? Fucking watch out, Caster. You're about to get rocked. But, um, so we'll, uh, kind of look at, uh, oh my god, Zare. Jesus, that name just flew out of my brain. And just mouth, um, like, I know who Jay is. Jay knows who I am, but doesn't know me. There's just going to say out, out loud, because I don't think it'll make a difference, but also because it, it's awkward to think about that, and I won't, I'll, I'll just say it. Um, I figured as much. Would, my question, I have a, I have a mechanical question. Would Zare know that he's just mouthing, or would he think that he's speaking normally? I, I'd probably need to roll a perception versus a deception. But that doesn't matter, so we won't. Like, if no one else acknowledges it, I would. I would assume so. I was doing a test. I was mouthing to see if any of you guys would even be able to tell the difference. If I, I thought, I talking. thought you were talking with your with your nope. mic off. I was just mouthing. Like there, there. I imagine just be like super technical. There'd be like certain things, like if a certain person spat when they used plosives. And they weren't actually spitting. Then also, you'd be able to tell if they were mouthing. Sarah, I think, has a decent enough insight. If you see someone look around and then like 
talk about a person who is ostensibly pretty close, they're, you're going to like yeah at least no, i was i was just curious on it because i thought that'd be really funny if zareth was just just said so it was like out. yeah i like, fucking <laughs> bet you know that dude like that guy's that guy seems like an asshole <laughs> he's like sitting right there um so <laughs> so we'll just um basically still mouthing this like not speaking um he's technically above me in station but not to a significant degree, but I don't want him to find out he was a bit odd when I knew him. Zero just nod. You'll kind of look over if you give him another glance. Uh, with him is a, a smaller uh, girl. Uh, she has on a uh, kind of a wizard's hat. Uh, alongside her is a little newt. Uh, she's got a little small map of the the area here in Tansom. And she seems to be selling uh, a few of her pastries. Oh, uh, okay. I, I just thought... Uh, get her! I thought, I thought he was, like, inviting more NPCs to travel with us. I'm like, no, we'll take all the NPCs, but they just have to go through our approval first. We will automatically accept them because that is nope. who we are. It's time, to, yeah. it's time to mafia this stuff. Go bust up her pastry stand. Say, this is Martha's area. And then uh, just it's it's just like, like little ho-hos. Like the little tiny treat oh, stuff. Yeah. Too bad. And they're wrapped in wax paper. Damn and she's, she's selling for like a copper each. Um, um, so probably, yeah. Uh, oh. So, Soot is gonna look to Zara, though, just and ask, where is where is Callisto? Um, does Martha see this? If I hung she's out going long to grab enough, one. Besides, all right, taking the copper out of my alleys, would I have heard her? I mean, no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought That's I a good I was right there. Uh, Would I have heard? No, okay. you're deaf, Corey. So before <laughs> before I didn't actually here. mean to say here at first when I was trying to word that in my mind, but when it actually came out, it came out as heard because I was trying to visualize the alleys next to each other, and then I was like, okay, so they're behind walls and they were talking, so it, it like. It was going that way, and then it was like, oh, but, oh, and then I fell off the wagon. I mean, we could say that that Dave, that Callisto and, and Cash have left, and Zer would see Finn walking out of the alley. Yeah. Another thing you might notice is, is like, usually Callisto is all for kind of some, some treats, right? She usually does stick with um, Martha a fair bit. Usually sometimes too. Martha's out here buying treats from the little girl. And as the little girl comes over to you and asks if you would like to buy a treat, um, maybe you can kind of put that together. Also, would you like to buy a treat from the little girl? Um, yeah, but I won't eat it. <laughs> Throw it on the ground. No, I'll put it like on the, <laughs> on the cart seat. Um, okay. But I, I don't... Um... It's homemade. Uh, it looks like it's got a little bit of uh, 
what what you would call like a synthetic chocolate. It's kind of um, not quite chocolate because it would require the chocolate seed, but this is like their version of chocolate. But uh, on top of it is like a, a glaze, and in the dead center is more like a this this custard cream. Uh, Soot will also take one, and then, at least out of view of the girl, will swap theirs and theirs. Okay. I don't like that, and you can see by the way that Zer is looking at you that he doesn't like that. Uh, once again, so it will just mouth poison. And then pop it in there. He, 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 Why are you His eyes like go wide. Not there. He, his eyes go wide, and you know that Zer knew that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a gold to the little girl and just get one. Just say, tell her to keep change. She'll, she'll be happy. Jesus. <laughs> she'll um, she'll kind of sit down once once you've given her some money and she sees that she sold to most people here. She'll sit down on her cart, kind of pull the wrapping away, and eat one herself. Well, after seeing that, uh, Finn's gonna undo the wrapping and eat eat it himself. Okay. Roll me a constitution save. No, you're fine. Custard save. I'm, I was gonna say I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> Roll me a custard save. Uh, no, it's it's actually quite nice. The inside is kind of airy. The custard isn't too sweet while overbalancing the chocolate. It gives it more of like a fluffy kind of soft and moist consistency without being too dry to the cake. Wait, is this a cream puff or like an eclair, like a chocolate covered cream It's kind of like one of those sweet rolls, one of those little chocolatey cinnamon Let me guess, sweet rolls. Somebody stole your sweet roll. One of those? I guess, yeah. This is where um, we learn that Finn is deathly allergic to chocolate. So I, I, I turn to Soot and I say, Martha's probably the last one who saw Callisto. And by the way, what was my code name? Any grins? Oh, to be honest, I was going to go with Sandy because I couldn't think of anything at the time and I just thought that that would be one for you to kind of easily identify with that wouldn't throw you off too much. I like it. Okay. I like so it. the last thing I'd like for us to do today real quick. Jace, I need a constitution save. Yeah baby. Cold shot. Why did you do it when how'd you do it when Caster's not there? Oh yeah! Oh no! That's an Why eight. <laughs> did you do it when? Can I get you to roll there? me a one d ten, please? Sure. Bye. Yeah, Callisto's gone too, and she also has protection. Bye. Okay. I have lesser restoration. <laughs> I need you to roll me one more Constitution save. <laughs> Okie dokie. I am going to pat him on the back with Perendi's wand. So that no. One. Okay, so thirteen. Then I suppose I didn't. I'm okay. trying to see if I've got. Anything, and I don't. Yeah, your stomach's going to rumble. No, that's your level nine. <laughs> so your stomach is going to rumble, and you're going to be mid-sentence, and all you're going to hear is... Uh, and then with a constitution of 13, you will, you will shat yourself. Very noble of you. 
I am going to look at Zare and just kind of nod a little bit and just uh, walk back into... Hmm. Nah, yeah, so it's definitely not a anywhere near naked in public kind of person. Uh, so, so we'll just walk just with like the most swag you've ever seen anyone with a turd in their pants walk into the car. <laughs> Uh, oh, a poisoned, a poisoned sweet. Hey, I've had worse, to be honest. Uh, Lorbrim cooking is, this is kind of the specialty of it. At least as of late. Anyway, I'm going to go burn Oh, these. sweetheart, um, why are you walking uh, funny? Oh, absolutely, if you can do that. Um, I, I mean... Oh, dear. I've, it... That's that's true. I just uh, thank you. I I've got another change of clothes. Believe me, I didn't take this journey thinking I wouldn't need them. Um, and so we'll just. Are you sure I could try and clean them out for you and like come back out in dress clothes? Like that is their change. I mean, of clothes a good prestidigitation like, nice, will clean up most messages. Like, even dear. nicer than what they wear. Um, I'll look a little bit like a like a peacock, like a peahen, but um, until right. we get to Blark, I think it'll do. Well, you guys are inside. <laughs> Zer, what are you doing outside alone? I am... I'd be out there too, Zer. So. I'm watching Jay, and I'm also watching the goats, who are probably looking at me like, did you just show yourself? <laughs> 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 but, but no, no, mostly I'm just watching Jay and, and the little girl and being like, um... I don't know how that was supposed to kill me. I'm not saying it, but just... Okay, perfect. I love that, then. Um, can I get you a perception roll, please? Yeah. One of me alone. Natural one, Whoa. seven. I need so, my inspiration. As you're, as you're sitting there... Okay, yeah, can sure. I use my inspiration? Okay. You may. Um... <laughs> Can I, if I see him looking around, can I just give him inspir uh, bardic inspiration? That's oh. a jeez. <laughs> I, I wow. inspiration. Are we, now are we wondering why we might want to go to Foundry? That's that's memory roll. Um, <laughs> oh, no. um, can I reroll with uh, with disadvantage? Just get the luck I, feed. I mean, this this is two already. I don't want to. How about how about I get I get inspiration back from um doing the recap, but I I don't I don't use it this turn and we just go with the ones. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Um so you're you're just kind of I'm just pretending I didn't use the inspiration. So you're like, oh that's it's not meant to kill me. What, what the hell were they thinking, you know? And you look down and you see a mouse. And strapped to that mouse is a very weird device. And in that weird device is a red liquid mixed with a crystal. And there seems to be a section in between them that is shattered after a certain amount of time. Once those red liquids and that black liquid confuse, kaboom. So, I need a deck save from you, please. 
with disadvantage. Okay. How big is this explosion? Um. About the size of a hand grenade. All right. I, that oh, would mean the, the oh, little yeah. girl. Oh, that's so oh, bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Uh, this may have to oh, be a, a that's thing 11. later. What will this do to the structural integrity of the cart slash magic guild hall? Well, the guild hall will be fine. That's just okay. a key. Um, that is that magical item. The cart might maybe get some surface damage. So the thing from most of what a hand grenade is is shrap metal. So for like a cart that doesn't mind a few roughed up corners and a couple of scratches, the cart will be okay. Is the shrap metal that rips through the human body that makes it so damaging. Oh yeah, shrap metal's a son of a bitch. Yeah. And he will take about seven points of shrap metal damage as the thing explodes in front of him. Okay. That's not bad. That is it. A woefully ineffective assassin. Or is he just whittling him down? Well, that's his third attempt to kill him, so... Is it? Yeah. It is. Or is it just like... Because no, you, you got to think about it this way. It's his third attempt to kill him, Corey. <laughs> it is. It's got to be. I mean, okay. Well, well, of... First of all, first off, <laughs> I would know more. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it is. It's 100% it is. It's... <sighs> You know what, I, I can't say anything, because I'm going to let you guys have your own opinions and thoughts. But okay, sure. Yep. He's a really 100%. shitty assassin. 100%. Shitty the worst assassin. assassin who's ever lived. Why poke the bear? But you have heard his name. I hadn't. I only heard it because Soot knew it. <laughs> yeah, I'm it was just messing silent, silent Um, I that? think... That, though, after the explosion, there's a commotion. Um, you know, you'll, you'll kind of sit up, your hair is pulled back, a little bit of a singe going on. His balls okay? His balls are fine. Okay. Uh, his shirt needs a bit of mending. It's got a couple of burn patches through it. Um, unfortunately, there's there's a small burn hole from your letter from your partner. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, most of the, the letter's still there, so you can just kind of picture. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to end it for the night. Hell yeah. We need to get out of this place. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm -hmm.